Hi everyone, this is Ian Clayton here from Origin Gate. We want to thank so many of you for listening and enjoying our podcast. This year we are going to be taking up a trade um, training day and that's going to be occurring in December. On December the, the 11th, which or 10th in America or 11th in New Zealand Pacific time, really want to encourage all of you to consider giving something. I know that uh, many of you are listening and some of you have traded into what we're doing already, but we want to be able to bless the instructors of the um, podcast and be able to help facilitate some administration. So um, we want to bless you guys as well and thank you in advance for listening and enjoying the podcast. I hope that you have a fantastic year and we bless you. Look forward to seeing you on that last um, Origin Gate for the year on the 11th of December. Thank you very much. Shalom. Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast. I'm Samantha Mahoney and I'm sharing a thought with you for the day. I'm sitting on Pensacola Beach at this very minute, so if you can hear the wind and the waves in the background, I hope that you'll join with me in just finding your place of peace. This is it for me. Sitting on the beach, the white, white sand between my toes, hearing the waves pounding on the shore feeling the wind in my face and looking at the beauty of creation. When you ask me to think of a peace picture, that's exactly where I come to in my mind. Did you know that peace has a frequency? Same like love, same like joy. In fact, all the fruit of the spirit have a different frequency. Your body resonates at a frequency. The earth resonates at a frequency. Sickness and disease resonate at a frequency. And if you can make your frequency of your body just a little bit higher, you can actually bring health to your body without the drugs, without consultations, just by meditating and engaging a emotion or a frequency of that emotion can heal you. So I do hope you'll enjoy my frequency today of healing as I share something that's on my heart with you. I entitled this message, Pain is good, if it produces something. Now that statement alone would freak a religious mindset out, because when you come to Jesus, aren't all your problems supposed to go away? Aren't you supposed to have a cushy life, whether you have no problems whatsoever? Well, that's in fact a lie from the devil, because the word talks about how Yeshua learned obedience through his suffering. Why do we think that our lives will be any different why do we think that we are entitled to a life of uh, no problems, of total peace and bliss? Of course they are obtainable, but you have to actually work for them. And today I just want to show you how important it is to embrace pain in your life. Now, all of us have been through stuff in our lives and some of us worse pain than others. Pain is only pointless if it produces nothing. For instance, if I stub my toe against the corner of a table, that pain produces nothing in my life. But the pain of childbirth, if we can just take that for example, that pain produces a promise. That pain is worth it to hold that promise in your arms of that baby that you've been waiting nine months for. The pain that a woman goes through in childbirth is excruciating. Yet, if you were to ask her at the end of that childbirth, how painful was it? She'll tell you it was very painful, but she cannot recall exactly how painful. And then she'll even go on to have more children. 
It's because the promise that comes at the end of that labor is so well worth it. All of us go through things in our life, but they're supposed to push us to our next level. And there are some things that you can engage and employ as you're going through your period of pain. I think number one is your attitude while you're going through it. What is Yeshua actually trying to teach you? Because the word even talks about, I think it's in James where it says, Count it pure joy, my brothers, when you go through trials of all kinds. How, how on earth is that joyful to go through trials of many kinds? But yes, yet we're admonished to embrace them as pure joy. Why? Because it's supposed to produce something. It's supposed to produce perseverance. And it goes on to say when perseverance has worked out its way in full, we are complete, lacking nothing. And that, in essence, is what pain is supposed to do. That's what trials are supposed to do. All the hard times that we go through are supposed to produce something in our lives. We're supposed to hold the promise, moving to your next level. You know, it's just like childhood. You can't stay a child forever. I mean, I often said to my children, you're not allowed to have any more birthdays because I want you to stay this age forever. And they go, what do you mean, mom? I go, well, you're so darn cute at this age and I don't want you to grow into a grumpy teenager and then I got to deal with that set of problems you know and so this was a running joke in my family that we weren't going to have birthdays anymore but the point is we do have birthdays and we do go from year to year from stage to stage in our maturity in our development and our growth and that's just a normal thing that we're supposed to go through and pain is the thing that pushes you to your next level why do we have to go through pain? What is the purpose of it? Well, first of all, there are many different types of pain. There is pain that comes into your life that is beyond your control, beyond your influence. You, can, you didn't do anything to get it there and you can't do anything to stop it. It's just something that we all have to go through. And they are situations, they are circumstances outside of us that we didn't create. And our attitude is going to be so important in figuring out how long we stay in that place and how quickly we come out of it and what we learn from it. If we can embrace those kinds of things going, you know, Father, you know everything about my life. You know what the thing is that I need to push me to my next level. What are you trying to teach me through this circumstance? How can my response bring you glory? You're going to get through it really quickly, I promise you. And you might even deal with some false beliefs that you may have just because you go through bad things don't think that God is punishing you or you've done something wrong and so this is your punishment for that it's just circumstances life happens stuff happens to all of us if it's outside of your control invite Yahweh in to give you the keys and the strategies that you need to get to your next level Sometimes, this is another source of pain, we just do dumbass things. That's just the whole point of the matter. We don't engage with wisdom, we don't engage with discernment, we make stupid as choices. And then we pay the price for it. The Christian mindset says, I can do whatever I want and the grace is going to cover me and there's going to be no consequences. That too is a lie, my friend. Because you will come to find out that there are consequences. If you break the law, you break into someone's house, you steal, you murder, whatever it is. Yes, of course you're forgiven. You just have to repent. However, you still have a penalty to pay. The cops are going to come and get you. They're going to chuck you in prison. And you're going to serve out your sentence. Because there is time for the crime. 
So, you know, we can't go through life thinking we can get away with all sorts of things. We can't. There are going to be consequences for every choice that we make, whether good or bad. But I do want to encourage you with this. If you're one of those people who have had the spirit of stupid on you growing up, it's okay because Yahweh will still use everything that you have been through for his glory. He will still turn it around so that he gets the praise. He will still make a way out of your mistake for you. And your test will become your test, demoni. And your mess will become your message. And why do we go through these kinds of things? So that we can help those who are in any kind of trouble. When you see someone walking down the same road that you've just been down, you've just fallen into a hole in the road, and you see a friend that's about to step into that same hole, I can bet you that you're going to use your wisdom and all the learnings from that experience, and you are going to help them to avoid that hole. Of course, you know, if you don't listen, you must feel. That's what my dad always used to tell me growing up before I got punished and whooping. He would say, if you don't want to listen to me, you're going to feel. That's my consequences, right? And so that's all we can do for others. You can share your experience. You can share what's come out of your mistake so that others can avoid it. The choice is theirs whether they intentionally choose to fall in the hole or not. But that's going to be their lesson to learn. The other thing is pain that we go through to grow us. They're called growing pains. As a child, you will notice that as you hit teenage, teenage years, your bones ache. I remember my son always telling me how sore his knees were. It's growing pains. It's your body stretching and growing and, you know, um, preparing you for your next stage of life. And these are things all of us go through. We learn different lessons. We mature. We become wise in different things. But I asked you at the beginning to think about your peace picture. I shared my peace picture with you. You know, I'm, I'm, you probably hear an airplane going overboard now, overhead. You know, but all of this in creation gives you everything that you need to get through. One of the things is engaging with peace. You know, the word talks about the peace that passes all understanding. When you have that peace, when that's part of your internal environment, and you're going through hard times, you can engage with that peace of Yahweh. How do you do that? Well, you have an anchor in the natural realm. I've just shared mine with you. I'm sitting on the beach, Pensacola, white sand, soft as anything, listening to the waves, just sitting here in creation, seeing the majesty and the beauty of Yahweh surrounding me in every form, in the sounds, in the sights, in the smells. There's the smell of um, salt in the air. You know, the sunlight on my back as I'm sitting here, that just fills me with a sense of peace. If you can create that emotion of peace, you are already establishing a frequency of healing on the inside of you. Meditate on his word. What is his word telling you about your situation? What promises can you hold on to? Engage with the peace of God that passes all understanding. You don't have to make sense of why you are where you are or what's happening or why is this happening to me. You don't have to have any of that understanding. All you have to know is that if God brings you to it, he will bring you through it. So ask him, what is it that you're trying to teach me in this place of pain in my life? The other thing which has been a massive help for me has been the joy of the Lord because the joy of the Lord is your strength. You may have just received a doctor's report, which is exactly what happened in my situation. 
you receive a doctor's report that tells you we don't know if you're going to make it one of the first things you're going to feel is fear and that feeling can be overpowering that feeling can knock your knock you off of your feet but if you can find that joy and some of us have to cultivate the joy in our lives and others of us we can ask for that encounter with that I'm going to call it a being of joy that can totally flood you I remember receiving that report from the doctors and I went before our church we had a home we had a meeting that night with our group and I was not in the mood I'll just tell you you know I just had this report I go home to tell my family I'm looking at my children's faces and I'm thinking am I going to see you get married one day am I going to live that long to see you get married am I going to live long enough to see my grandchildren the fear and the dread was real it was overwhelming so to go to a church meeting that night was the last thing that I felt like and I said to my husband I don't feel like this I just want to crawl in my bed covers put my head under the cover and just cry and just think about what does my future hold and he wouldn't allow me to he said no nope, we have responsibilities no matter what you're facing we still have responsibilities we have people that we look after you coming and we went to the church meeting that night and I remember Grant standing up and telling the congregation about my diagnosis. And I did not want anybody to come up to me or offer me their sympathies or, and you know, all well-meaning well, well things that people do. And they obviously mean it with sincerity, but I was not in the mood for that. I just could not, it just sapped every ounce of my strength hearing that news. But that night I purposed. And I said in my heart, though you slay me, yet will I praise you. And I engaged with high praise that night. And I believe that maybe I hit, a, I hit a platform that maybe Yahweh had required of the Israelites when they were walking around the walls of Jericho, where he said, offer me that praise and the walls will come tumbling down. And I did that. I just purposed in my heart. I withdrew from the crowd as praise was going on. I just engaged in my heart with that as my attitude. Though you slay me, yet will I praise you. And that night I encountered joy. And I know that it was a true encounter because from that day to this, I have not struggled with any feelings of inadequacy, of fear, of dread. It is what it is. And I believe that Yahweh is healing me and he's giving me keys to work through it. And I'm seeing the results manifest in my physical body. And that comes from doctor's reports who are telling me that you are on your way to healing. And so I know that I've engaged something here. So that's another key for you. If you don't know how to, if you don't have that encounter yourself, you don't have what I call an aha moment where you meet this, this, this pillar or this being or this virtue or whatever you want to call it of joy, you can actively practice it and engage it. How do you do that? By being grateful. That is one of the things that you can do easily. What are you grateful for? Because you know what? You don't have to have something good happen to be joyful. But being joyful in everything and being thankful in everything brings you that joy that you're looking for. So those are two of the keys that I would recommend that you begin to practice and cultivate in your life to get through your hard times. I hope that, that, that this message has encouraged you a little bit today. And I bless you on your journey. And again, I want to say, pain is not bad. If it produces something... 
Pain is good, so embrace it. Have a blessed day.